This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is How to Be Sex Positive. Yes. Also in the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news, the worst way to kiss, according to science, and why robot sex might not be as healthy as you hoped. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions, including a listener who's insecure about her boobs and another listener who wants to know how to deal with her hair extension falling out during a hookup. But first, we want to welcome this week's guest. She is a porn star billed as a, quote, exotic Russian blonde who has been nominated (laughs) twice for the hottest MILF award at the AVN Awards. Please welcome this week's guest, Alana Love. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on. Okay. First of all, do you actually have children? No, I do not. So why are you called a MILF? You're a young, beautiful, tan. I'm looking at it right now. She got... Brunette, brown eyes, blonde hair, tan skin. Uh, doesn't look like any moms that I know. I mean, she, I <laughs> you guess, guys look like twins. What are you talking about? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, mom, You're hot, so I'll yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Mom, moms come in all shapes and sizes, I suppose. Yeah. But, uh, but, uh, well, because in why the porn industry, yeah. anyone over the age of like 21 or tw- no, 22 or 23 is considered a MILF. That's crazy to wow. me. Yeah. And since I'm 35, I'm definitely a MILF. When did you <laughs> when did you start working in the porn industry? Were you always were Eight you years always ago, a MILF? yeah yeah? So you were always the MILF. I was always the MILF. That's never the team. That's <laughs> wild to me. So you used to work in finance. How did you make the transition into porn, and, and what made you decide to get into it? Um, I used to work as an accountant and marketing manager on Wall Street, and the economy sucked. So it turned. Like, it just became really bad. And then I decided, I emailed the Bunny Ranch. Someone told me about it and everything. And then um, 10 minutes later, I got a call from Dennis Hoff. I thought he was kidding. I thought it was a joke and someone was pranking me, so I hung up. For, for, those, for our listeners that don't know, explain what the Bunny Ranch is. The Bunny Ranch is a legal brothel in Reno, Nevada. So... Um, there's no direct flight from New York, unfortunately. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what made you finance? You know, uh, the economy tanks. You don't want to be in the finance industry. Of all the jobs that you could do to get out of the finance industry, what made well, you email the was, Bunny Ranch that day? Everything that was offered to me was only like offering me not even half of what I was making. So even though I was still living at home at the time, I was like, I cannot live off this salary. So somebody, I forgot who told me, a friend of mine told me about the Bunny Ranch, and I was like, let me see how it is. And I finally did it. I started crying the first time I did it. The guy paid me to leave. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was crying. So, yeah. And then it just... Were Were you just thinking, like, I like sex, I like money, why not try the Bunny Ranch? Like, what was going through your head at that time? I was just thinking... Let me try it just for money and like I know how to have sex, so I mean it can't be that bad, right? <laughs> but it it is like I got an anxiety because I'm like, oh my god, I'm actually doing it for money and like I'm not really attracted to the person or anything like. So, but as time goes on, because I was there for three years, traveling two weeks out of every month, it became easier and easier. 
Is there like a training process at the Bunny Ranch? No, there's no audition process. There's no training process. You like, just show up and they you just like, show up. Like they don't tell you like what I don't know type of sex I mean, to have yeah. or how to have, HR wait. doesn't come in. Like this is where there's no HR now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, every girl gets tested every week and stuff. Um, the house would take half of whatever you're making, so that wasn't a great thing. But yeah, you know. Um, so tell us more about the Bunny Ranch. Like, what was it like? Other than the first time, that was probably your most memorable experience. But well, like- yeah, because you never forget your first. Just like with sex, you never forget your first. And I will never forget my first shoot. You know what I mean? But um, the Bunny Ranch was, it was an experience. And Is I it wa- a positive experience? For me, it was a positive experience because it made me, like, look at things differently than I would... Normally, because I was just, you know, running the door of different clubs in New York City and I would o- and I would have a full time job running the marketing of restaurants and everything. And um, I'm not going to say that I was sheltered because I wasn't. But being at the Bunny Ranch, it made me actually get a whole new view of life and a whole new view of relationships and actually what I want and what I don't want. And like. These guys that came to me, even couples that came to me, it wasn't just um, it wasn't just all about sex. Like I was their therapist, pretty much, too. Like, <laughs> they want to talk, yeah, and a lot. Like about so, what? Just about everything. Like they wanted to talk about like their issues with their wife or their husband or something, and like or talk about like their business or anything. So it wasn't like they didn't majority of them didn't just want to have sex. They wanted a companion, too. So did you charge by the hour? I did, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so I told good. you I'm a high-paying like high therapist. You're like, keep talking, keep talking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what I, as like an outsider, I'm always curious, what is the line between like owning your own sexuality and, and being at the bunny ranch or, or even doing porn and, and then also like objectification? Where, where is that like line? You know, like were some women, do you think, do you feel like more like objectified and some women were like, I am owning this and I'm owning my sexuality. And was I mean, it different I for every woman there? It was different for everyone. Mm-hmm. So, but for me, I was owning it. It was me. Like I'm comfortable in my skin and everything. And for me, it was just like, I, I love sex and I love people and I love being social. So what was, were what was it like for some of the other women that didn't feel the way you did? Um, a lot of them were shy. Mm. But if you're shy, then you're in the wrong industry. Right. Well, isn't it kind of like I've seen the show on HBO. It's where it's exactly like that. You have to like <laughs> vie for your customer, right? Like you're right. out at the bar and like it's just like dating. Like they have to you have to like Pretty connect much with like them. Speed dating kind of. Yeah. Minus the speed dating. So I'm interested in the kind of guys that you would deal with. Because a couple episodes ago, we actually got an email from a listener who was like a 40-year-old virgin. Um, he was, <laughs> yeah, he, he was the 40-year-old virgin. He was not sure about uh, having sex for the first time. Like he wasn't sure if he should tell the person or whatever. So Laura kind of came up with the idea. She was like, maybe you should go to a sex worker to just get it out of your system. Yeah. Was that good advice or bad advice? <laughs> it was great advice. Yeah. Because I've actually had a 41-year-old virgin. Oh my God, this is perfect. Tell us, <laughs> tell us everything. What, what was that like? Cause were, um, were you, it was actually at the bunny ranch. Were you kind of able to be his teacher in a way? Yes. 
And he started crying oh. and then fell in love. And I was oh, just no. like, oh, that's so cute. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but when he told me that he was a 41-year-old virgin, I didn't believe him. What made you not believe him? <laughs> the fact that he was 41 years old. Yeah. Right. Like, no matter how ugly you are or anything, like, you'll have sex. Like, nobody <laughs> will have sex with you. Yeah. So... But no, he took care of his family. He was just working and didn't have time to have sex or anything. But like, he he chose me. And I was just like, I, I feel honored in a way. But I did teach him. And then like, now I think he has sex. I don't speak to him, but I assume he has sex. And his name is Tom Petty. So you could get away <laughs> with it. Oh, That's no. why I can't like forget the person because I'm like even with a name like that like you can't like it wasn't the Tom Petty no it was just a man blessed yeah I doubt that the Tom Petty was a version wouldn't that be a fun fact though it would be (laughs) um wow okay so and I feel like a lot of the guys are feel like even if they don't say anything you can tell by the way they have sex it's the first time would you say that that's true? Like, could you tell by the way he? No, has sex some people are just really bad. Yeah, like you could have sex a million times and be right. terrible. Right, and some people think that they're great, but they're still really bad. Yeah, like, so it has nothing to do with experience. No. So for any of you guys or girls, or girls. out there listening but who are nervous, the one mistake that people make is they don't communicate. Like, if you like to be eaten out or something like that, say it. If you like foreplay, say it. Like, no one's a mind reader. So that's why, like, some people could be really bad in bed because they don't know what they're doing wrong. Right. Yeah. yeah. It all, all comes down to communication when it comes to relationships and right. sex. It always does. Yeah, always comes back to that. Um, so then you made the transition into the porn industry. I did. What made you do that? And what do you like about the porn industry? Um, and I, then also, what do you wish was different? Uh, well, right now, the industry definitely changed. So I wish everything was different in the porn industry. But um, I decided I needed a change from the Bunny Ranch. And I was like, what's the difference between what I do on camera and off camera? There is a difference because there's cameras all like all in you and everything. So there is a difference. But I like, I love the porn industry. I love everyone I shot with. I can't say that I've had a bad shoot or a bad director or anything. And of course, I met a great publicist. Mm-hmm. So, um, but with the in, with all the free porn and everything, the industry definitely changed. And with everyone getting into the industry, the race changed and the whole dynamic changed. So that's what I wish. I wish it that like... It's less money now. Yeah, exactly. So I wish that... When I was around, like when I first got into it, that it would stay like that. Like Mm -hmm. there was a lot more shoots going on. There was a lot more like to do when people were actually paying for porn instead of like getting access to free porn. So it doesn't work out for my benefit. Yeah. So So working at the Bunny Ranch, if at any point you wanted to go back into finance or some other industry, you would have been able to because nobody knew who you were or would have been able to associate you. I mean, my family still has no clue what I do. Well, now they must know. No. How have you kept it a secret? This I have whole no time? idea, but knock on wood, I'm still keeping it a secret. Wow. Like even your mom? <laughs> even my mom. Wow. Wow. What does she think you do? Run a marketing of a strip club, which I did. Uh, so it's not like I'm lying. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. 
It's well, a stretching of the truth. Exactly. Well, <laughs> I mean, you, I did. So you, it would have been easier to, de- or you definitely would have been able to keep it a secret if you were just at the Bunny Ranch. But I guess jumping into porn right, was a, a little, little bit harder, a little bit more risky of people finding out. Or right. and that's why it took me so long to get into the porn industry because I was like, I can't have people knowing or anything. And then at the end of the day, like nobody. Um, helps me pay my bills or anything and so who is anybody to judge me when they're probably worse than I am behind closed doors so I mean at the end of the day as long as my family has no clue I don't care who knows what do you think are the misconceptions that people think uh think about the the sex industry and sex there will always be misconceptions except how are we hurting anybody and how are we affecting anyone when at the end of the day, like, I know I get tested every two weeks just to make sure that I'm okay. So, but half of the civilians, you want to call it, or as we call it, but they don't even know what a test is. They think a pap smear is a test. So, how, like... Which it is, but it doesn't test for everything. Right, right exactly. But, I mean, we get tested absolutely everything just to make sure that we're clean and we're okay and everything because there's no amount of money in the world that will jeopardize my health and um what makes us any worse than somebody going out to a club and sleeping with a guy not knowing them having a one night stand why because they're not getting paid for it and i am when you're on a shoot um is there like who is like making sure that um like your partner is also tested well, the director, the producer, and everything, we all check We all check the test just to make sure that everything is good the day before the test, okay. uh, the day before the shoot. Do you get to pick your, your scene partners? You can say, like, no, I'm not that into You have a choice someone. of whether say, saying yes or no. They tell you who you're going to shoot with. I get an email. I Google them. And then you get the option of saying yes or no. Oh, that's great. And what? then was it kind of similar at the Bunny Ranch? Like if you saw a guy down at the if bar. If I saw a guy, then. And you were like not into him or you were like, I don't want to. You, you, you have could, the option of saying no. You'd I be mean, like, but I'm, I would say it nicer in a nice right. way. Like it's 10,000 hours to see me. Sorry. But, <laughs> did you ever have to do that? Was there ever somebody that you were like, mm, I can't. There's not enough yeah, money. Yeah, there was a lot. Really? Yeah. What, what made. That I, I never like to work hard at the Bunny Ranch. So, <laughs> was it like a physical thing that that? No, it off? was just like the physical thing I could deal with. Like, but it was just like I would get a vibe, and I would just be like, I can't do this, so I have to say no. Would you say no, or would you just charge an exorbitant amount? You'd be like a hundred k. Yeah, that's exactly what I would do. I'd be like ten thousand an hour to see me. They're like, really? I'm like, yep. <laughs> I'm made of gold. <laughs> I love that. Um, do you consider yourself a feminist? Um, yes and no. I what, mean, what do you mean? I mean, I feel that women should be treated equally as men. So you're a feminist? Yeah, that's all <laughs> it means. Yeah, but um, at the same time, it's like I don't know. I guess I am. Yeah, I never really thought about it. <laughs> is it is it like a weird uh like I don't know in the porn industry is like yeah, is that like a loaded question? Yeah, is that like a loaded question? In, no, not in, really. No. I just never really thought about yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like <laughs> um so when you're like looking what makes like a good scene partner when you're filming a shoot? Like what like there have to be people that you prefer over others. Like 
what are those qualities? Um, obviously, there has to be an attraction, some sort of attraction, or else because the camera doesn't lie. But um, it's not where, like, I hate the ones where you just meet them and stuff, and it's just like, hi, we're shooting today. I go my way, and they go their way, and then when the shoot comes, we're just like, okay, let's shoot. It's not fun <laughs> that way. Yeah. But where I we speak on Twitter, on social media, or stuff like that, before the shoot, so that way it doesn't, like, it's not awkward or anything. So there's, like, foreplay, kind of. Kind of. Like, word foreplay, but foreplay. Right. So, so it makes it more interesting. You've done a lot of videos. Some titles we found include Lana Love Gets Fucked After Yoga, Businesswoman, Lana Love Gets <laughs> Cream Pied by Five Guys, Lana Love Loves to Fuck Her Pussy with a Toy. What is your favorite video that you've done? I love them all, but I can honestly say that I love the ones where it was my box cover. So, because it was my box cover. So... <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? What does I that mean? mean? Um, I'm on... Oh, she's on the box. Yeah, I'm oh. on the box. So... Th- so you're not was, always on the box? No. There's... I mean, everyone needs a fair chance, but... Oh, so like, <laughs> so like on a box, there's like multiple different porns and they mm-hmm. choose who's going to be on right, the box. Right, and who's going to be on the cover of... Mm. So I'm just like, yay, I'm on it. Oh, that's <laughs> exciting. Yeah. Are the solo videos easier to shoot? Are you no, like, oh, they're harder. Really? Yes, because... It takes, like, I prefer having sex than a solo scene because it just takes too much work to actually come and use toys and everything. But, I mean, people love it, so. (laughs) It's the equivalent to, like, when we record an episode with a guest and without. We're like, you know, there's pros and cons to both. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Uh, So you're in a relationship right now, is that right? I am. Do you find it hard dating as a porn star and is your boyfriend in the industry? He's not in the industry. So what but, does he think about? Um, he's secure within himself. That's So great. he's okay with it and like he met me this way. So, um, but a man needs to be really comfortable with himself and really like strong-minded and um, just to like be okay with it and be like, that's still my girl no matter what. And at the end of the day, She's coming home to me. So, mm-hmm. does he watch your movies? No, no, I don't watch my own movies either. So, <laughs> I know what happens. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> um, ha- but have you had problems in the past with boyfriends, like being insecure and not being um, able to deal with I it? I was in a past relationship where we spoke about it, and that's how I got into porn. I was in a relationship when I was with him and everything. And at first it was okay and it was great. And then towards the end, he became like a crazy fan where he would have to watch all my movies and everything. And like, it would just be a little weird considering the fact that I was right next to him. And I'm like, hi, you have the real thing. Like, hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Why are you watching my my video? I'm I'm right here. Right, exactly. So, I mean, it became a little weird. So... Amongst other issues, that's one of the reasons why we not together. So it was like he wanted the fantasy version of you, not like yeah, the real life. Like, I don't understand. Like, do you like me or Alana Love? How did you come up with your name? I wasn't that creative with it. I just I just figured it has to have a love in it. So <laughs> So might as well. 
What would your porn star name be if you did like the classic first pet street name? Uh, like mine would be Norman Belair. What would your? Oh, that's good. Oh, I like that. What one. would your porn star name be? Mine would be Sparky Boulevard. That's good too. <laughs> I know. Mine would probably be Lucky Bell. Oh, Ooh, that's, that's a, a good, good one. one. Too. That could have been. That could have been mine. I just thought of it right now. Shit, can I change it? <laughs> <laughs> so wait, you had a pet. Your pet growing up was Lucky, or no? No, no. I just figured. I like the name Lucky. Oh, if you had a pet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I had a pet. So wait, did you did you have a pet growing up? Um, I did. My dad my dad had a Dalmatian. What was, what was the mine name? Mine was a Dalmatian. Too. So wait, yeah. what was your pet's name? Julie, for Julie. some reason. And then what was the street you grew up on? That's that's how you find your, your oh, classic porn star name. Bay Parkway. So Julie Parkway would be yeah, your exactly. porn star name. Or, okay. Julie, or Julie Bay. Julie Bay. That oh, would be good. That's good. <laughs> All right. Julie Bay is a good one. If you know. ever want like an alternative persona, I yeah, feel, right. I feel like, like we Garth all. Garth Brooks did. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like we all have good classic porn star names. Yeah, you just have a I boy so. one, but that's yeah. okay. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> It'd be a boy porn star, whatever. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a quick sponsor break, um, but later on in the podcast, we're gonna talk a little bit more about making sex positivity a part of your life. Uh, and next, we're gonna be jumping into what's in the news. We would like to thank our sponsor, Brooklinen. Brooklinen is the fastest growing betting brand in the world, over 20,000 five-star reviews. And one thing I love about Brooklinen, well, there's many things I love, is that I was a fan of them before they were a fan of our podcast. So before they were even sponsoring our podcast, I had Brooklinen sheets in for my entire apartment. Yeah, and I slept in Laura's guest room and I was like, these sheets are amazing. Yeah, you slept on them. Uh, I was a little drunk. And even in my <laughs> drunken stupor, I was like, hmm, I feel like I'm at a hotel. Oh, well, that means everything to me. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so that's actually Brooklyn's mission. Their mission is to bring five-star hotel quality sheets to everyday life. Every day, maybe you're drunk, maybe you're sober, you need to have a good night's sleep. Uh, their method is to take out the middleman. They keep things personal just between them and the customer. From design to manufacturing to customer service and beyond, these sheets don't just feel great, but they look great too. You can get them in different colors and materials. My Brooklinen sheets are the best, most comfortable sheets I've ever slept on. Brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer for our listeners. Get $20 off and free shipping when you use our promo code ThisIsWhy at Brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so sure that you are going to love your new sheets that they are offering a risk-free satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all of their sheets and comforters. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use the promo code ThisIsWhy at Brooklinen.com. That's B. R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code This Is Why. Brooklinen, these really are the best sheets ever. All right, Angela, what have you been reading about in the news? Okay, so I was reading Elite Daily. Um, Jamie Kravitz had six things not to do while you're kissing, according to science. And I figured, Alana, you're kind of a kissing expert at this Why, point. thank you. So you can uh, confirm <laughs> or debunk some of these. Okay. Okay, so first up, they said, don't drink too much beforehand. They said, while well, having a glass of wine on a first date can calm your nerves. Too much isn't good, of course, because... Um, kissing stimulates some of the same chemicals in your brain as alcohol does. So when dopamine is released in response to things like kissing, sex, drugs, and alcohol, so you're already drunk on alcohol and then you add the dopamine of kissing and your judgment can get cloudy. Um, That's kind of true. But yeah. I mean, alco- once you're drunk, you're drunk. So 
like but things get messy of course but once you're drunk things do get messy but that's the whole fun of it i guess do you ever have like a glass of wine before you shoot no i'm actually completely sober when i shoot good very professional i try (laughs) (laughs) okay number two um thing not to do while you're kissing they said don't be afraid to rock lipstick you might believe that a bright color on your lips can prevent someone from kissing you because they don't want to smear something but apparently the opposite is true they conducted a survey on match.com and they found that women have more success getting a first kiss when they're wearing lipstick and they feel sexier when they wear red lipstick I find that to be false because every guy hates lipstick. Yeah, Nick That's does what too. They say. Yeah. yeah, so does my husband. Every if guy I have, hates lipstick. If I have red lipstick, he'll do like an air kiss. Right. Or kiss me on the forehead. Yeah. And no. So that's false. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree. I find <laughs> that to confirm. be big BS. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, number three, don't tilt your head to the left. According to a study published in uh, The Science of Kissing, two thirds of people tilt their heads to the right when going in for a kiss. I, I think I'm a I right a, tilter, but then I'll go a little bit left, but I feel more comfortable on the right. With I the right feel comfortable left. on the left. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm a lefty. So. Ah, there you yeah. go. That makes sense. So I guess it depends if you're a lefty or righty. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. Right. What else so, they say? It's a mixed bag. Um, number four, don't have bad breath, Duh. obviously. But it, it also <laughs> says that women took into account uh, bad breath more than men did. So men don't care as much. Good they're, to know. They're animals. Um, <laughs> don't keep your mouth closed. Also seems like a duh. They said there is evidence that saliva has testosterone in it. So that's why men prefer sloppier open mouth kisses. So just the more open and sloppier, the better. Well, mm. why would you keep it closed to begin with? When I, you're I guess if you're like pecking. Yep. If you're doing like a chaste peck. But no, that's you, not really a kiss. That's I not know. a real. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how you kiss your mom. Yeah. All right, so use a lot of tongue. And finally, don't do it if you feel pressured, obviously. Obviously. When you're stressed out, your body releases cortisol, and kissing leads to decreased cortisol levels, so um, it reduces the feeling of stress. Also, it'll just be all out of whack. The issue of consent. Don't do anything if you feel pressured. Well, obviously that, yeah. Right, exactly. Um, So you'll have a bad kiss if you feel stressed. Good to know. You always Mm -hmm. need to feel comfortable in everything that you do. Exactly. Mm So maybe have a glass of wine, <laughs> despite what we said earlier. Uh, and that's it for science. Want to know what, what I've been reading? Yeah, what are you reading about? I was reading our favorite Cosmo. Sexy. This is an article by a girl, Hannah Smothers. Wouldn't you know it, having sex with robots isn't healthy, she says. A recently published report in BMJ Sexual and Reproductive Health titled I, Sex, Robot, The Health Implications of the Sex Robot Industry did a deep dive into the world of robot sex data. Except here's the problem I have with this study. There isn't a whole lot of data on this. So the doctors behind the report basically try to guess what having sex with robots will mean to society and whether it's like helpful or healthy. Here's what they said. I want to know what you guys think. They say they wrote, it is speculative whether the development of of a sex bot marketplace will lead to lesser risk of violence and infections or drive further exploitation of human sex workers. The researchers wrote sexual violence survivors and activists already campaign against rape culture. The idea that overwhelmingly male violence is regarded as entitled and prosecution is so difficult that perpetrators of sexual abuse act with impunity They also present concerns about whether sex bots may do to humans who interact with them. Um, So basically they wrote, it's plausible that sex robots would maybe be helpful for for like patients who would benefit from sexual practice, you know, maybe like Mm -hmm. amputees or Mm -hmm. people that, that, uh, that, uh, I don't know, have, have some kind of 
right issues um although you know this might move people further away from human intimacy anyways it's all speculative uh what are your guys' thoughts on would you ever have sex with a robot no why not i just think first off i just think it's weird secondly like yeah it's just weird all around and like um i prefer human interaction and not a robot yeah, that's why you don't like the solo videos. Exactly. <laughs> makes sense. Well, she gets me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I feel the same way. I It's it, just making, having, I was going to say making love, which sounds really gross. <laughs> but like having sex with like, a, just like a, a limp thing. Right. I don't I, know. I guess the idea of like a robot is similar to a, like a sex doll, right? Yeah. Right. But like supposedly in the future, the idea is that the robots are maybe a little more human-like. Right. So now, but like researchers so are what? concerned. We're not going to have any humans. We're just going to have robots. I guess. You, then yeah. you would have two industries that would be shut yeah, out. Yeah, right. The finance exactly. industry, then you'd be out of uh, then this Then I would industry. just be like, oh, I what don't do you, know what to do. What are you going to do next? Move to Mars. But uh, I mean, maybe, maybe they would like still watch porn while having sex with the robot because you need like the sound effects at least. Maybe the robots will have the sound effects. Oh my God. Well, then <laughs> maybe you can get into like a recording career. Right? You can exactly. do the sound effects. There you go. Um, this reminds me that, so the, they, you were saying the researchers are worried that like people are going to be abusive towards the sex dolls basically, which will make people worse in relationships. Is that the idea? I guess so. I guess they either think that like either it will... They said it will lesser the risk of violence and infections because people will just be. I don't know about if you, that. If you have an infection, you'll you'll just that. be like hooking up with the robot instead of a real person. Because it's never going to be like the real thing, though. They're going to like get all hyped up on the robot and then want to go out. And right. Yeah. Crazy. Exactly. Or, or, exactly. Or they say, yeah, maybe uh, you know, if you're like a sexual violence survivor, having sex with a robot is like. I don't know if they're, I'm kind of confused. Are they explaining that it's similar to like a rape culture? Like they're like raping the robot. I'm very confused by what these researchers are. On a much smaller scale, it reminds me of, I remember I had heard that like people that have Alexas in their home that get used to like bossing around Alexa, they're like, Alexa, do this. They start talking to their partner. No. More rudely. I see that. (laughs) Right. So Because they're so used to doing it right now that like, they're just like, I could do this to anyone. Right. And stuff. So I feel like if they're like that with Alexa, imagine once you start having <laughs> like weird sex with your robot doll. I don't know. It's a slippery slope. I don't like it. Yep. So you, I think I you, prefer human. Interaction. I think you guys yeah. are both agreeing with the researchers mm-hmm. that, that sex robots are maybe not so healthy. No. All right. It is time for us to jump into the mailbox. We're going to have Alana answer some of your listener questions. But first, let's take a quick sponsor break. We would like to thank our sponsor, Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. All you got to do is go to stitchfix.com slash single and tell them your sizes, what styles you like, and how much you want to spend on each item, which is very fun to do. I had a lot of fun looking at all the outfits, and they were like, do you like this outfit? Do you not? They asked me all these style questions. Yeah, it kind of made me think more about about my own style. I'm not very, I feel like I'm not very consistent. Like I'm very picky and, and they're down with that. They're like, we want you to be picky because right. they want to know what I like. And then at the end, they ask you like any additional comments that your stylist should need. And I went a little ham. I was like, Oh sure. What did you say? I was like, you know, I need something that transitions from day to night. But like when I say night, you know, I'm almost 30. So I'm not like going to the club. I'm really going to concerts, oh. the theater. Oh. And I work in a business casual <laughs> setting. My stylist has their work cut out for them. But 
great. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's I, what I'm paying I, I'm for. I'm surprised that you weren't like the theater. And when I say theater, I'm not talking about, I'm not going to go see some, you know, off Broadway show of this, or I'm not right. going to see it's Frozen. on Broadway. It's yeah. on Broadway. And it's probably going to be like Dolly Parton's or whatever. <laughs> like these are the, sh- these are the specific shows that I'm looking for clothes for. Right. I, I'm getting very specific. I'm telling you exactly what I'm doing. And the stylists are up to the challenge. So, Hey, go bother your own personal uh, stylist over at Stitch Fix. They will handpick five items to send right to your door. Then you try them on. You pay only for what you love, and then you return the rest. You're like, this is not right for Hello Dolly. I don't want it. You return it. Shipping and exchanges and returns are always free. There's no subscription required. You can sign up to receive scheduled shipments and go to your fix. Oh, I'm sorry, or get your fix whenever you want. Stitch Fix's styling fee is only $20, and then that's applied toward anything that you keep from your shipment. So really... It's like nothing. Yeah, very cool. Get started now at stitchfix.com slash single and you'll get an extra 25% off when you keep all five items in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash single to get started today. Stitchfix.com slash single. We would like to thank our sponsor, Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. A problem that me and a lot of my friends that that see therapists have had in the past is that uh, most therapists are totally booked up anytime after five because that's when everyone gets out of work and they want to go work out their shit. So the cool thing about Talkspace is you can talk anytime. Like you said, if you can't imagine fitting anything else into your life, Talkspace is therapy as easy as sending your therapist a message. You get something off your chest whenever you need to. Talk about everyday challenges at work or at home. Just chat about life. There are no extra commutes, no leaving your office, and no judgments. Do you know how many times throughout the week I just wish I could shoot my therapist a message and ask, like, what do I do? Well, I guess they're not supposed to tell you what to do, but I just want to talk something out real quick. Right. All the time. All the time, Angela. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. To match with the perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash single and use our code SINGLE to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. That's SINGLE and Talkspace.com slash SINGLE. All right, Angela, what do we have in the mailbox for Alana to help us answer? Okay, first up, we have a question from an anonymous listener. They wrote, as you both know, online dating and hooking up are how we connect with people these days. I'm on a few dating apps and I've matched with some hopefuls. However, I never let anything go further than a first date because of how self-conscious I am about my breast. I'm 21 and I have a severe case of asymmetrical breasts. As much as I was only 21, I know. (laughs) As she's not even a milf yet. Um, As much (laughs) as I would like to hook up with someone or let my matches go further than the first date, I'm just too ashamed to show off my chest or get intimate with someone. Any advice on how to gain a little confidence and be able to take things further with a guy? What do you think? Why do you have to show them your breasts on the first date? That's that's true. uh, So. But I mean, once I mean, once she gets that's the yeah, I guess that's the first thing is like, don't yeah. feel pressure to have sex before you're ready. But right. once you're ready, but once you're ready, the guy will like you for you and like he'll love your body just the way it is. So you won't have to worry about, oh, my God, like, are my breasts good or is my ass too small or 
anything like that, the guy will already love you for you. So it doesn't matter. And whenever you're ready, you're both ready. I really think you're right. Like, I mean, I think men just love boobs. They don't care <laughs> they don't... what size they are. And like every person has something that they're insecure about with their body. Every man does as well. Like, right. But once you, once you're crushing hard on someone, like you, they're flaws. You don't even see as flaws. Right, exactly. And also, flaws are subjective. So what you see as a flaw, someone else... Someone else might be like, oh my super God, I love you. this about you. Yeah. Right. I'm I mean, really uh, into the, the lopsided boob thing. I've been looking right. for that for a long time. You I, never know. Also, I just don't think guys necessarily notice. Like right now, no. I mean, I can say in terms of lopsided boobs, I'm breastfeeding right now with my baby. So one of my boobs has just like, Produce is producing like a quarter of the milk as the other boobs. So let's just say my boobs are soups lopsided right now. <laughs> Nick doesn't even notice. I'm like, look, this one's so much bigger. He's like, Neh. whatever. Right, like, like guys don't really care. They don't care, and they, they don't care about the size. They're just or like anything. feeling them. They don't notice. Plus, also like maybe, maybe the guys like, you know, I like both small and and big chested women. And now I got the best of both exactly. worlds. Exactly. Yeah. And also, I feel like if if she really can't get over the mental hump of like she, she just is like caught up thinking about her boobs. You could also just leave your bra on, just like have sex with your bra on, yeah. right? Yeah, until you get comfortable to be without it. Right. Yeah. Eventually, you will. Yes, it's all about confidence. Right. Yeah. All right. What else do we got in the mailbox? Okay. So next up, we have another anonymous listener. She said, first off, some backstory. Oh well, first off, backstory that we will give you. Actually, she had surgery and she had to shave her hair and she got extensions while she was growing out her hair. Um, so then she wrote one night I was hanging out with a friend of mine that also happened to be an off and on hookup. We went back to my house and hung out on my couch and watched Broad City because Broad City is my shit. Just like you, Laura. Yeah, I I do like Broad City. (laughs) Um, Things started happening and I knew that would escalate to sex. So I kept trying to make up some excuses as to why we weren't going to actually have sex because I was kind of worried about the extensions. I said, oh, I'm on my period, which was true. And I've never brought a guy back to my parents' house, which was also true. He responded with, well, we could do other stuff. Like, are we in high school? So (laughs) I ended up agreeing and gave him a blowjob. That must have been fun for her. Um, Fine, whatever. I was down for it. He left. And when I went to take my extensions out before bed, I noticed that I was missing one. Of course, my mind started racing. Is the extension in his car? Did he notice? What do I even do in this situation? So I went out to make sure I wasn't, it wasn't in the couch, but it was. So he had pulled it out. I didn't notice, and I'm not sure if he did, but he never said anything about it. Beforehand, <laughs> I didn't mention that I had extensions either. What's the protocol in this situation? <laughs> you love this question. I, thought you would I have, think it's funny. I thought you would have fun with this one. I think it's she funny, too. She wants to know, do I acknowledge it or just pretend it didn't happen? Who cares about extensions? I know. Like, I'll be honest. I have them. Oh, I have. So. I have like. <laughs> I had crazy extensions when I was in when I was in college. Like this was when like Paris Hilton had the extensions that were like down to her ass. Right. So I like also had blonde extensions down to my ass, and I have had them fall out in class. Right. Like, like I've had them fall out, and I promise you, like it's not where it's like, oh my god, that's disgusting. You're gross. Like no one cares. Yeah. So. Plus, she. Said- I mean, I I do relate to like the embarrassment when I was in 
college and like one would fall out on the floor while I'm in class, I would like like reach my hand down and like crumple it up and then like right. stick like stuff it in my backpack and hope but then nobody you forgot noticed. about it like three seconds later. Right. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also different like in public in class, whatever. But this guy, she knows him. He's her friend. It's not even like he was a random person that she's trying to impress yeah but right. they're like, just like a hookup they're like hooking up and i get she could you know when you're hooking up with someone like anytime something that you might deem like unsexy happens which is like you know the facade of your of like you know i'm sure she wants him to think like oh my hair just like is this long and and beautiful right but he probably right. also knows but she had surgery felt it too yeah that's true you can kind of tell it still is I different mean, no when you can feel them versus yeah. like versus no ma- like seeing it on the ground. As a guy, I'm sure it like looks like a dead animal. You I know, know. <laughs> you know, I'm sure it wasn't a big deal. I mean, he was probably funny if he did notice. He was probably like, oh, yeah, look, yeah. Let's continue with this blowjob. Right. Like, like clearly, I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> right? he finished, so it, it wasn't been, that big of a deal. It did been, he call her the next day? So if he did, then it was fine. It would have been. It's probably, I guess, maybe would have been better if they noticed it in the moment because they could have joked about it and would have right. been like, you right. know, versus like the anxiety of like, oh my God, he didn't say anything. Does he know? Like, does did he notice? Did he not? But also, like she said, like, he probably knew that he has, that she had surgery. Right. So. So he was probably like, oh, this is from. Yeah. Surgery, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Because she had them because of the surgery. Yeah. So then, of course, he's going to, he's not going to be weirded out. He's going right. to be empathetic and know that. And yeah. he's going to know that, like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. And he's think, not going to care. Anytime no. something like that happens, you just have to handle it with humor and not, like, act all right. embarrassed, you know? A hundred percent. Own the extensions. Exactly. Own them. Own, own it. Uh, well, we hope that's helpful. If any of you other listeners want your questions answered or if you have any funny text messages from an app that you want to share, you can email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Now let's dive in to our reason of the week. This week's reason is how to be sex positive. Yes. So a lot of girls stress out about having sex too early with a guy and being afraid that they're going to be perceived as quote unquote slutty, a word that I hate. What do you think of that word in general? Do you think there is such a thing as having sex too early or too much or when you want, right? How, how can we, how can we sift through this? I think that. No matter what, even if like you have sex on a first date or you make the guy wait, whenever you're ready, you're ready. You're all adults. Like we're all adults here, so it doesn't make a difference. Like we're not in junior high school, like or high school, where it's like, oh my god, I need to make him wait six months to like me. Like he's gonna like like you. He obviously asked you out for a reason because he likes you. So if you feel that the moment is right, then why not? And if he likes you, then I promise you it's going to happen again. So, or if you like him, it's going to happen again. But no matter what, like, it doesn't matter about how long you make him wait. It just matters if the timing is right. We talk a lot in our book about that, which basically we completely agree with you. And one thing that, that always bothers me is if you are going to have sex and you do make that decision, do it with confidence. Right. But don't be the type of person that's like, oh, I never do this. I'm only doing it with you. Because that just makes you look like someone that's not 
confident in their decision-making skills and well, that is like already regretting a decision. Whereas I think as a guy, it's going to make the guy feel weird. It's going to make you feel weird. It's much more sexier to want to have sex with someone that's owning their decision and that's like, I'm really turned on right now. Right, I and the guy's going to respect you a whole lot more if you own up to everything that you do instead of like, oh, just like you said, like, I never do this. I only do this with you. And you they know you're lying. <laughs> Plus, it makes it sound like sex is something to be ashamed of. Like, yeah. I'm going right. to do not. this horrible, terrible thing with you, but right. don't tell anyone. Like, exactly. it just perpetuates the culture that we have of thinking of sex as a bad thing. Which I and like. it's really not a bad well thing. Well said. Thank you. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so another question. You've talked about your past uh, romantic partners trying to shame you for what you do. We have a quote from an article that you wrote, actually, where you said, I know what I do for a living and I'm not a slut. I'm human and I have a heart. If you can't handle knowing that there are porn movies I star in where I've got a cock in my ass <laughs> and a cock in my pussy, then don't ask me out on a date. And later, once the novelty has worn off, throw it in my face. So how have you handled guys like that in the past? Like, what did you say to your ex who made you feel that way? Um, well, the funny part was like, he was always trying to shame me and everything for what I do, except the funny part is like, we spoke about me doing this. It's not like it was a secret. And to everyone that I meet, like I met or I meet, I'm always 100% honest in everything because I'm like, I'm going to lay it all out for you. So it's either you get to know me for me or you could walk away. But majority of the guys say that they're okay with it in the beginning and everything. And then lo and behold, like a month later, when I actually do need to go to a shoot, they're like, not okay with it. So that's when you know, okay, I need to walk away before it gets any worse than, because I already know that it's going to get worse because my ex taught me that. Yeah. So, By the way, do you meet people on uh, the apps? Do you use the dating apps? I do not. I was <laughs> <laughs> curious about that. Oh, like in between boyfriends? Right, yeah, like before you met your boyfriend. If no. you've, you've never tindered. Mm -mm. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> how how did you meet your current boyfriend? Um, we met um through mutual friends. Oh. Yeah. Always a good way to meet people. That's how I met mine. Exactly. My, my um, what is your advice to girls who want to have an active sex life but feel societal pressure not to? Don't listen to society and do whatever you want. That's pretty yeah. much it. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's you, your body, and the person that you're with. It has nothing to do with the outside factors. And what does sex positivity mean to you? Sex is a great thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Was there ever a point in your life where you were like, not like confident about sex or, or you felt ashamed of having sex with somebody? Um, in the beginning, when I lost my virginity, I, had, I obviously had no clue what I was doing. But practice makes perfect, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> there you so, go. Yeah. And that brings us to, that's a good note for us yeah. to jump into our reason of the week breakdown. <laughs> So our moms teach us a lot, but if you're looking for a lesson on sex positivity, you may be better off asking a MILF. <laughs> um, we are going to see if Alana knows the difference between the two in a game we call Mama or MILF. So we are going to name a TV mom 
and we are going to name a porn star, and we're going to test whether you can tell the difference between the names of TV classic TV moms or famous porn stars. Okay. Famous you, porn stars who are MILFs. Who are <laughs> important. Yeah. No. Uh, are you ready to play? <laughs> yes. All right. Go for it. Bianca Romanova. Is that a mama or a MILF? A mama. That's Action. a MILF. Oh, wow. Apparently. Or a porn, yeah, that's yep. a porn star. Oh, okay. Uh, Jamie Jackson. Porn star or mama or MILF? Huh. Uh, mama? That would be... What the hell? That's also I a porn star. I need to catch up on my porn stars. <laughs> we just went through the list on Pornhub, <laughs> yeah, I think. We, we did try to make it a little hard for you. We didn't want to... Right. Well, you did. We didn't want to name ones... You succeeded. We didn't want to name ones that were too yeah, obvious. the obvious ones. You succeeded. Thank you. Um, okay, next. <laughs> Jane Jetson, Mama or Milf. Which is good. Well, let's say porn star or yeah, TV porn. mom because I'm okay. getting, I'm yeah. getting, because also the mamas <laughs> can They're be all, built. They can all be MILFs. So, word. well, let's say TV or porn, TV mom or porn star. What was the name again? Jane Jetson. TV. Yay! Yes. Yeah. From the Jetsons. <laughs> uh, Samantha Stevens. TV mom or porn MILF? Porn MILF. Bewitched. One of my favorite, you know, the show growing up. Uh, I don't like this with game the nose. Where, you know, where, where, she, where, where she like wiggles her nose. Yeah. Yeah. Her name was Samantha Stevens. Okay. Janet Mason, uh, porn star or TV mom? Porn star. Sure. Yes. Uh, Louise Griffin. TV. Or I think it's Lois Griffin. Oh, Lois. <laughs> we spell it. I think it <laughs> was not your fault. It we, was spelled like Luis. <laughs> sorry, we spelled it wrong. Louis. Whatever, it's fine. I still got it right. Got it. <laughs> that, sorry, that's the family guy, mom. I, I just pronounced it wrong. Um, <laughs> but either way, you got it. Exactly. Okay, Gloria Marie Delgado Pritchett. Is that a TV mom or a porn mom? TV. Good old modern family. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Connor. Porn. Yes. yes. Yay. I'm Kat- on a roll. You're you on are. a roll. <laughs> All right. Caitlin Stark. Caitlin. Oh, Caitlin. Caitlin Stark. TV. From Game, Game of Thrones. Yes. Because I never watched Game of Thrones, but, <laughs> but you know the Stark. Exactly. <laughs> Rainbow Johnson. Porn. No you know, way. That one's a tough one, right? <laughs> I know. That's from uh, the show Blackish. No way. Yeah. I know. The name, it, it could go either way. Exactly. Uh, Sienna, oh, sorry. Fi- this is the final one. Sienna West, TV mom or porn star? TV. Porn. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, you got it. Yeah. I, I felt like you changed it at the last minute, but I had already clicked the buzzer. But you know what? You're allowed to change your answer. Yay, thank you. You, you. you sure got it. Uh, I would say you were on a roll there at the end. Yeah, you I made know. A, thank you. You made a big comeback. Big comeback. Well, we hope we have cleared up this week's reason because that is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. Thank you so much to our guest, Alana Love. Thank you, you so much for having me. Oh, uh, we had so much fun with you. You can follow her on Twitter at Alana Love, XXX, A L A N A L U V, XXX, and on Instagram, underscore Alana underscore love underscore a lot of underscores yes warning <laughs> it is not safe for work uh plug for ourselves you can check out our book it's available on amazon barnes and noble and our audio book on audible any other plugs we should tell people about for you um no that's about it watch yeah, your videos you said it all. exactly besides watch my videos yeah all but, right <laughs> great watch their her videos and guys. be my new fans 
and be her fans, <laughs> like her on all social media platforms. Yes. Um, and for us, you can get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors. For a full list of sponsors and the codes, you can check out, out our podcast page on thisiswhyyoursinglesshow.com. We're also on social ourselves. No, we're totally safe for work. Um, <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at your single show. My personal is at Sparadactyl. I'm at Laura Lane Rad on Insta. And you can like and subscribe on iTunes. And thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. 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 This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. That was a HeadGum Podcast.